I'm pretty greasy. Oh yeah. man. This is oh, this is this is a pretty slippery topic. <laughs> you are not an agile coach. Let me repeat that. You are not an agile coach. But that's okay. You might label yourself that. We're going to help you understand what it means to be an agile What it really means. Ooh, what what it it really really, means. What it really means to be an agile coach. And we're going to give you a roadmap with action steps on how to become the agile coach you either think you are or you aspire to be. Okay, so so if you're not an agile coach, what kind of coach are you? Bob has pretty strong opinions on... Uh, agile coaching versus professional coaching. And so step one, we're going to clarify what those two things are, the differences, and then we'll dig into how you navigate from one to the other. All right, Bob, professional coaching versus agile coaching. Help us out. All right. Uh, First, you made it sound like this is just Bob's opinion. It it is a little bit, but this is fact. You're the expert. The, well, no, but I'm 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 not just giving my opinion. This is I'm sort of trying to normalize. This is the facts, everyone. All right, so there's I'm going to have two classes of coach, uh, and and there's some variations. There's professional coach and agile coach. Professional coaching is uh, sort of arbitrated by the uh, International Coaching Federation, the ICF. Uh, they have a code of ethics. They have uh, a view of what coaches do. Uh, how do they start a coaching conversations, establishing an agenda, hold the client as whole and capable of uh, solving all of their problems, etc. If you've ever heard the term life coach, uh, leadership coach, executive coach, uh, uh, what uh, career coach, uh, so those terms, uh, personal coach, not not uh, sports coach, but like a personal coach. Uh, and it it also and it all it sort of borders on a therapist, but it's not therapy, but it it can look like that a little bit. Uh, then that's professional coaching. Uh, that's the domain of professional coaching. It's a place where the coach. It's usually one on one. It can be group based, but predominantly one on one coaching. Uh, and I've I've coached Josh very lightly over the many years, uh, every once in a while, uh, I've, I've coached Josh in this fashion. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I called myself Bob. I didn't call myself anything else. Uh, but it's, uh, you're sitting down one-on-one, you're asking questions. Uh, you're, you're setting an agenda with the client. Josh would be the client. You're asking, uh, what are, what are called powerful questions or good open-ended questions. And as a coach, you're helping, uh, to, you're helping Josh land to his agenda some conclusions or some actions or some follow-up or some discovery. So that's professional coaching. Uh, really useful, uh, deep, broad profession. Uh, there's people that hang up their shingle and that's what they do. They, they, they make money doing that. That's what they, that's the profession, either in groups or small, small companies uh, or individually. Uh, it is attractive to individual folks to set up their shingle uh, to do that. Now, agile coaching is not that. Or not only that, maybe that's the better way to say it. Agile coaching is not only that. Agile coaching includes professional coaching as a stance, as a competency. But it includes a bunch of other stances, uh, depending on what model you're using to define agile coaching. Uh, For purposes of this discussion, I'm going to use something called the Agile Coaching Growth Wheel. 
and it has a bunch of competencies that a coach will adapt to uh, to coach their client. Uh, so some of the same notions are there. In this case, a scrum master as a coach would be coaching their client, might be their team. Uh, if I'm an agile coach, I might be coaching teams or scrum masters or product owners. Uh, I've done a little bit of that in Josh's organization over the years. Uh, or executives, etc. But you're adopting different stances. You're not just asking questions. That's coaching stance. I might adopt, let me give you some other stances, mentoring stance, teaching, training stance is another stance, leading stance, leading by example, showing, modeling, modeling what good looks like, uh, advising, providing consulting is a stance. Another stance is transforming, scaling, uh, organizational transformation. Uh, I'm, I'm plucking all of these from the wheel. Uh, and then another one is your agile lean chops. Like one of the things with professional coaching is you, it, there's this view that I don't have to know anything about the person that I'm coaching and what they do. I just need to ask good questions and then they'll discover their path, which is kind of cool. But with an agile point of view, last time I coached any executive whatsoever, asking them questions was not, it did not make them smile. There's like, Bob, what should I do? Well, what do you think you should do? Mm -hmm. Bob, Bob, I have this problem. Josh, he's not, he's not, up. he's, he's run amok. He's run amok as a leader in technology. What do I do? And now every answer of my being says, I shoot him, <laughs> escort him out the door. But I can't say that because I'm a professional coach. I'm like, well, you know, what, what, do, what is your sense of Josh? What do you think he's going for? What do you think you should be doing? Do everyone notice what I mean? Instead of coming in and consulting or maybe providing some options or like, have you, you know, let's bring Josh in here and let's, let's, have, let's have a conversation between us. So agile coaching is much more nuanced. Professional coaching is a part of it. Uh, now, a lot of these professional coaches have moved into agile. Why, Josh? Why do you think they moved into agile? Uh, let's see there, there are, uh, it is rife with opportunity and many people are looking to make that transition, which means there's money to be spent, which means yes. there's money to be earned. Yeah. I mean, I, I know I'm being a little bit smarty pants, but there, there, it really is something called Metacasters, the agile industrial complex, which people are chasing money and they're not bad people. They're just chasing the money. And a lot of professional coaches have looked at agile coaching opportunistically and saying, oh my gosh, there's all this energy over there and I can do that. And, and now cutting to the chase for this episode, I'm actually, I'm going to take a hard stand and say they are not agile coaches, right? They are not. They, when they move over, they stay predominantly in coaching stance. Uh, they don't have a lot of chops or experience to adopt to any other stance. Uh, they may not even be able to spell software. Many of them have never worked in a technology environment. And here they are coaching folks in that environment. And that's, that's, you know, and they've crossed their lane. And I think that's a really huge problem for them. And it's a huge problem for their clients. And, and okay, I would, so I would, and they're not coaches. They're not agile coaches. Okay. Then what is an agile coach? I'm gonna take a stab uh, because it's something that I believe I spend a large amount of my time on. And I know Bob does as well. A key difference that I'm hearing between professional coaching and agile coaching is when I'm doing agile coaching, I'm coaching the entire organization. Oh, so yes. I am there to increase the health of the organization, uh, 
which goes from top to bottom, left to right. So that means on a given day, I'll be working with engineers talking about architectural approaches and CICD, blah, 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 blah. And I'll be in offices with executives helping them understand why this transformation is failing and what their responsibility is to get it turned in or to get it turned around and the actions they should be taking. And every time I get called into something, I get called in to have answers of, okay, Josh, this is happening. What should we do? Where should we go? What's happening? Now, part of that could be that, uh, I have the answers <laughs> and I'm more than willing to say them, uh, is I am, uh, very confident in the past that I have built and the experience that I've had, the mistakes that I've made that have enabled me to understand where not to go. But I think that's a key difference is that to be a really good agile coach, you have to have a pretty darn deep history and breadth of experience, which takes time. And it's not um, that I've got anything special. It's just that I've been around the block a bunch of times and I've stubbed my toe a bunch of times and I've learned a bunch of hard lessons. And so people end up paying me and folks like me to come in and help them with pattern recognition of, oh yeah, uh, I've done it like this before and it was a disaster. So let's try and go this way instead of the direction that you were headed. And here's why. And here's some, some, some options. So to me, that's the difference is you are operating at the organizational level and trying to get it to a, to a healthy state. And that is, that is a long haul. And that is a lot of effort and a lot of discussions and a lot of change in a lot of different directions. So to have the capability to do that, you just have to have um, run through the mud a whole lot. I, w I would agree. I, I call it chops a lot, Josh, and it's the, it's what you're talking about with breadth of experience. Um, you don't have to know everything. No one knows everything, but you have to have real world chops and it helps to have operated. If you're coaching in agile, it helps to have built software. It helps to have designed it. It helps to have maybe product marketed it. It helps to have tested it or some of those things so that you have, it helps to have defined it through a workflow. Uh, one of the things that I wanted to say is from a, from a professional coaching perspective, it's considered bad form uh, to provide, to be a consultant, to provide advice. Uh, you're asking questions and the client is coming to their own conclusions. And if they don't, you, you don't step in. You're, and I'm being a little hard, but, but not, not too, I'm being fair, I think. Uh, it's really, um, you know, like really experienced professional coaches can dabble in that. But in general, what they say is don't, you, you don't advise. In fact, everyone thumbs their nose. If they, you say consultant to a professional coach, they look at you like, oh, that's, you know, that's you projecting your solutions onto the client. Never do that. And you get a lot of judgment as a result of that. Uh, and, 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 you know, you're making it about you. And if you're an agile coach and you make it about you, you're making a mistake, but it's about sharing your experience. It's about helping and serving your client in that one. So okay, consulting, so, go ahead. So I'm listening to this and coming into this episode, I looked at the title that says you're not an agile coach. And I was like, 
I'm an agile coach, but maybe after listening to us, maybe you start to think, gosh, well, uh, maybe there's some things that I should learn. What are the things that I need to learn? And, and Bob, uh, I'm pretty sure there's some sort of survey or something with the uh, growth wheel that covers all of that, that gives people a path towards becoming a coach or an agile coach as we're talking about. Can you talk about that a little bit? And that sounds like a, like a smooth uh, segue, Josh. Like trying. a smooth, yeah, I know you're trying to rail me in. <laughs> I, and I appreciate that. Uh, so everyone, there's something called uh, Comparative Agility, which is a company that has, uh, they get thought leaders and they've constructed a bunch of assessments. Uh, some of them are intended to be organizational and public and compared. And some of them are more private for roles like, uh, scrum, they have a scrum master assessment, a product owner assessment, and they have it. And, and Mark uh, Summers and I have created one for agile coaching that is aligned with the agile coaching growth wheel and those competencies. It's a 49 question assessment takes about, uh, maybe no more than 30 minutes to take it. Uh, and you get some results that talk about what are your strengths on a scale of one to five per competency area. Where do you fall? Uh, the other cool thing about the assessment, it provides uh, recommendations for areas to develop yourself, like books, articles, videos, things like that. Uh, if you decide to, for example, facilitation is a stance or leadership is a stance. And if you decide you want to focus on that and strengthen it, uh, the dashboard can help you build a backlog uh, of areas of things to read and to work on. And then you can reassess yourself in three months or six months to see, hey, have I progressed in that area? Uh, so there's going to be a link to that. It's free. It's a free assessment. And I would, rec you know, you want to, you're an agile coach. You know what? I don't care. It's not even about, Josh, professional versus agile. I think it's like, where am I? How good am I? Uh, what does good look like? If you're, if you're a coach, I mean, a professional coach can take the darn assessment. They should be coming back very weekly on every other area other than, professional coaching. Uh, so, uh, so take it and, and then look yourself in the mirror and say, where are my gaps? And if I want to be an agile coach, then you want to start well-rounding yourself and, and, and take, have a, a bit of humility, uh, and say, you know what? I, I have room to grow. And one of the areas aligns with what Josh is, you're not going to, you're not going to become well-rounded in three months. If you have never built software, uh, and that doesn't mean you can't be an agile coach, but then you're going to have to bust your butt to what? Start maybe pairing with some developers and doing some stuff that that gives you some chops. Yeah, and to me, there's nothing better than having a roadmap. And that's exactly what Bob is talking about is there's a, there's a way to get the roadmap with uh, action steps of, hey, here, here's how I become who I want to become and the type of coach that I want to become. So that's... That's that's free coaching in and of itself is your capability to chart your own course, which is absolutely wonderful. So as we wrap this up, I do want to say one thing. When when I first met Bob, I I was I was young, I was learning, I was I was very confident in myself, and I was very frustrated by the number of times that I lost out on gigs or jobs or something because of the experience word. And it bothered the crap out of me. I'm like, I, I, I'm telling you, I'm better than them. Yes, they have experience. I don't have, but I can get it done. 
Um, and maybe I could have gotten it done. Maybe I couldn't have. But as I traveled through my career and my life and actually gained that experience, I now can look back at young Josh and say, oh, my friend, what you what you thought you knew that you didn't know. Um, and and I have this like, oh, my gosh, like how how did Bob put up with me? Like that's that's one of the, the great questions in life is how did Bob put up with this cocky young kid that thought he knew everything that should get all of the jobs when in reality I didn't have, as Bob would say, the chops to get it done. But what I did was I worked my tail off and created opportunities for myself to to fill in some of those gaps. So as I as I progressed in my career, I didn't have the the coaching wheel with the direction, but I had folks like Bob that was like, Hey, you know, maybe you should look at something like this. And that created opportunities for me to build that, that, that experience. So I didn't have what you have right now with this coaching wheel and the assessment. So you can accelerate to, to where you want to be. And I'm saying this is someone that didn't have that, 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 that shortcut that we're giving you now. So take advantage of this. If you're walking in, you're frustrated. Like they're telling me I'm not an agile coach. Well, you can take it like that or you can take it like, Oh gosh, dang it. Okay. I didn't know that, but here's how I navigate out of this. So take this as an opportunity to accelerate your, your career, because it's going to be hard for you to find something else like this. Well, I mean, I want to double down on that, Josh, uh, Metacasters, there's a lot of coaches that are getting laid off right now and have been in 2023 and it continues into 2024. Scrum masters and agile coaches and release train engineers. And I'm not saying I have the answer to all of the factors. Economics are part of it. But one of the big factors is uh, we've been leaning too heavily into professional coaching as coaches. And what that says is we're around the team, but we're not in the team. We're coaching, a professional coach stance is basically asking questions. We're not in the game enough. And if you're not in the game, you're not providing value. And if you're not providing value, you're eventually going to get whacked. Excuse my, excuse my French, but you're going to get whacked because you just don't, not, it's not personal. You're not providing value. So one of the things about moving to agile coaching the way I'm describing it or the way we're describing it is, is to get skin in the game. You got to get skin in the game. You can't just stay on the periphery and ask questions and then not step in, not have the capability to step in and partner with your clients and be part of the solution. So this is not a judgment. This is actually positive. I am positively inviting you to, if you want to be in the agile coaching space, if you want to be in professional coaching, it's fine. Stay there. But if you want to get into the agile space, you gotta get. You gotta listen to what we're doing. Take the assessments. Get ready. Buckle down for some hard work in your weakness areas, and you really want to focus on getting skin in the game, for your sake, right? To connect to the business, to connect to value, and we've done a crappy job of that in the agile community to date. We really have, and we're paying for it now. We had a free ride for for a decade or more. Now we're being held accountable, and we have to bring chops. We have to bring. We have to bring skin in the game. Dang. I mean, that was, that's the mic drop right there. Bob nailed it. If, if you need anything more than that to get yourself motivated, to get up, take that assessment, do the work, become an amazing agile coach. I, it's not going to happen. Like Bob just gave you everything you need to make it happen. So now 
go take some action. So Bob, let's, let's get a big old fork and let's stab this. All right. So from beautiful downtown Cary, North Carolina. And from beautiful downtown Fuquay, Verena, North Carolina. With a hyphen, with a hyphen, my friends. (laughs) I'm Bob Galen. And I'm Josh Anderson. Shake and bake. Take care, y'all.